Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Tigris. I am so hyped because we're going to be talking about a topic that I know all of you have been super interested in hearing more about, and that is polyamory. As All of you may know because I've been very public about it. I'm currently in a monogamous heterosexual relationship, but I historically have not always been really obsessed with monogamy. I think that a lot of expectations around monogamy and heterosexuality are very rooted in patriarchy and a lot of issues in our society. So I myself have from like an academic perspective, but also just a personal um, attraction and pleasure interest perspective have been really interested in studying polyamory, but also exploring it sometimes for myself. Um, And I've just loved talking to incredible people about the topic, about their personal experiences with it, and just about sex and pleasure, because you know, we're all trying to get more of that, especially this hot girl summer, whether we're in relationships or not. So I'm sitting here with my dear, dear friend and fellow female founder, Alexandra Fine. You might know her as the founder of Dame, which makes incredible sex toys and vibrators and things you need for pleasure. And I'm going to be talking to her today about her experience with open marriage. So hi, Alex. Hi. Thank you so much for joining me. Oh, a pleasure. It's a Real pleasure. So how long have you been in an open marriage? So I met my my husband, my partner. We've been dating for about 10 plus years. I mean, the first year was open unintentionally. Or just, you know, <laughs> like we were friends with benefits. So yeah. that it had some element of that. And yeah, we've been married now for about four years. Okay. And was it an open relationship from the very beginning? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think it's so interesting about like when we say marriage or when we say relationship, 
that there are certain boundaries that we all think like we all think we know yeah that we've that have we all have agreed on but that's not necessarily true right like even within more traditional relationships what is considered cheating like some people would say like oh you watching porn or yeah. being you know being so different people have different ideas there um i know that I, my experience is often that i was potential mates thought it was very especially men thought it was very sexy that i was both bought like attracted to women and like interested and like like non-committal like yeah. yeah you can you can have sex with whoever you want to or like whatever that that seemed interesting but then in reality um a lot of my partners have been a little bit more apprehensive to try mm. scared jealous and so yeah my partner definitely is a little bit more traditional and was more comfortable within those bounds but your husband now was he always really open to it from the beginning no, or no, no. no i like tricked him into it <laughs> <laughs> okay so but you you then have been you know non-monogamous well before your current husband where does that come from like were your parents in an open relationship no, and I was. Okay. I would also say that, like, no, my parents were deaf. Well, my parents are getting divorced now because <laughs> they were in an open relationship. But just one of them didn't know about it. Okay. Um, so, but no, I definitely was in. I was actually a, a serial dater. Yeah. And in fact, like, I think I was really. I still am like so into monogamy. I just yeah. want to be monogamous with numerous people at once. Yeah. Um, I had a like literally had a boyfriend from first grade to fifth grade, dated somebody in middle school, dated somebody else in high school, somebody else in college, like had like a lot of long-term relationships yeah. and uh, definitely either, especially in the earlier ones, like cheated. Yeah. Um, had like other moments or we would break up for the summer and like kind of get back together. Yeah. I somehow made that happen often in my life. Um, and then in college is when I think I was in a more like uh, ethical monogamish relationship where we had kind of discussed it and it was like, Hey, you're going out like, or also to just, you know, there was even like, I just didn't care as much. Like it yeah. was, and he kind of knew that. So like, there would be like a night where we didn't necessarily talk about it beforehand, but then he would like had kissed somebody else. And I was like, that's cool. I don't, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Or I, it does bother me in a way that I like. Ooh, tell me more about that. Mm. Because I think that this is so like not what we're what we see in pop culture yeah. or anything like that, or even honestly like what we're taught, especially as girls, mm -hmm. is this like intense fear of being cheated on, right? Yeah. So how do you like maybe grow up with that to then being like enticed, turned on by it? Mm. Um. I just I love newness and novelty mm -hmm. and I you know especially I think still now but even more so probably when I was younger just like this like intense desire to have a big bite out of life like I used to like to wake up and like fuck the day in the ass I used to sit, <laughs> that was like my affirmation like um and that I, I feel like that kind of, it's interesting because like that intensity both like led to like like me falling in love and like being in like these intense monogamous relationships, but also like that also happening 
elsewhere too while I was in a relationship. Um, and what was the question? How did I get started? Well, just curious, here? like, um, you know, being turned on when your partner oh. has been with other people. Oh, okay. So, like, I just think it's like such an exploration of jealousy. Like, so yeah. much of non monogamy is an exploration of that um, feeling and getting comfier with it and understanding it and transmuting it. And for me, I think my favorite saying is it's like jealousy is like salt. A little bit can really bring out all the flavors. But if you put too much on, it can really ruin a relationship. Yeah. And I think that's really true. Um, and I think a lot of people in nomino- like in the poly world, will talk about, I mean, jealousy is also self-work, right? Like yeah. Jealousy is really, it's about your insecurity. Like, what are you afraid of actually happening? Um, and it is, can be like uh, people talk about conversion kind of as like the opposite of jealousy but I don't really think it is so conversion is the idea that like if you were my partner that watching you make out with somebody else instead of making me jealous would bring me joy yeah like I would just know that you were having fun and I fucking love you so like watching you have fun that's just grand right like that logically makes sense that sounds really nice yeah for me I think I have that but I also have yeah, that person like thinks my partner is fucking hot. My partner is hot. Yeah. Like I want that person. Yeah. Or that per- and that person desirable by other people. Like for me, I I also kind of view I think monogamy can become really comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I think that we can become lazier in our relationships. And I do think that there's a little bit of just like the reality, which is always there. Yeah. Because people are um unethically monogamous all the time or Mm -hmm. often it happens um so for me I think kind of part of what makes our relationship really strong is continuously choosing to be in it when you know you don't have to be yeah Yeah. so yeah and when you and your now husband started dating you mentioned that for you being non-monogamous felt much more natural than for him. Yeah. So was it, was he more experiencing jealousy or was it kind of, this is just, he's never done this before and oh. it took some like well, first research. Of all, okay. Well, okay. Before I like answer that question, I think I want to start with just, because this happened to me a lot yeah. in my early twenties where I, and, and I hear, I think it happens to other people still to this day, which is like, I was really, Oh, I was just really into it. And I, he definitely gave me the classic, you know, just so you know, I'm not really looking for anything serious right now, mm. which like men loved to tell me that. And you were like, okay, great. I was me like, too. <laughs> first of all, like why, what a power, like such a power move that people yeah. do. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And then like months later, they like realize I'm dating other people too or something and are like upset about it, which is definitely the arc that happened with my relationship. Yeah. Um, And, you know, then all of a sudden it's like, I I didn't realize you were like, you know, like jealousy in some ways. Like, look, you both don't. Yeah. I think people… I think what's interesting for me is like because I had such an appetite, I have such an appetite to like connect with somebody mm-hmm. else that that makes people think like, wow, this person wants a lot from me mm-hmm. or only me and wants monogamy. 
but really in the, like I wanted more. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of where that relationship started. And I had that pattern in my early 20s quite a few times. And then, so we were starting to date. We were dating. And, you know, he definitely, what I love about my partner is very honest. And he definitely was like, look, I love the idea of me being non-monogamous, but like, I don't know how I feel about you doing other things. Yeah. Like in my dream world, it would be cool. If I can do whatever I want. And you, do- <laughs> you don't. And I really like, well, at least appreciate that he was owning that. Cause yeah. I think, you know, that's fine. So he was going to a bachelor party and I was like, look, look, dance floor makeouts are down. Like do like, if you, if the opportunity like arises and you want to make out with somebody like have fun. And he did. And he called me the next day and I was like, oh, did you make out with anybody? He was like, yeah. I was like, okay. And like, was it fun? Like, was it, yeah. was the night funner for you? Because he was like, yeah. Like even just going out and knowing that that was a possibility, you know, like I'm just like, was more open to like experiences that night. And it was fun, like kissing this girl. Yeah. And I was like, okay, do you want to like, not see me tomorrow do you still want to talk to me he's like yeah of course I was like all right like did it impact your feelings for me at all it's like no it's like okay well why don't you just imagine that the other way around like why wouldn't I have that experience yeah um he was like I knew this was a trick (laughs) I knew that like this is you know it it was gonna I was like no it's not a trick like I let you have the experience I'm like I'm not gonna do anything and you can like yeah let's start there if that's where you're comfortable um, and then talk about it. And yeah, so that's where we started. And okay. So one thing I'm super fascinated by yeah. with like monogamous relation, non-monogamous relationships is that there are so many, there's so many Ooh. different ways of yeah. doing it. I also, I kind of like want to say like where monogamish is like, yeah. feel like a term that a lot of people would use for us. I love that. Yes. In that like, we are super, we have higher, like he's my primary partner. And yeah. we re- honestly, we talk about it a lot more than we do anything. I also yeah. have a one-year-old child. Yeah. It's also been COVID for some time. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like it's not like different people have different, yeah. different structures. Yeah. There's so many ways to do it. And it's really, that's exciting. Yeah. Well, and that's what I, that's why I love talking to people about this because I think that, and I love monogamish as, you know, yeah. you know, as a term to describe it, because I know that there's so many different ways you can do this. Sometimes it can be just sex with other people. Yes. Sometimes it's romance and more, but you have a primary. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's you have equal mm-hmm. and sometimes it's, you want to hear about it. And sometimes it's, I don't want to hear about it at all. Like mm-hmm. for me, um, you know, I also have cheated before and I've been like really guilted into how that is like an ultimate form of sin. Yes. And I also grew up in a religious household. And so I think that for me, like I carried around a lot of guilt whenever that did happen. Yeah. Even though it'd be like kind of similar to your partner's realization, like, well, I still love you just as much. And like, that's something that I've always really struggled with, even in my current relationship as well, you know? Yeah. And But I also think I relate to your partner of like, I, in an ideal situation, you can be like poly, poly as well, but I don't want to know anything about it. Like I need to, you wouldn't want to know about it. I wouldn't want to know anything about it. Like I need the illusion that we're in a completely monogamous relationship. Okay. I think this is my personal opinion. Yes, I don't think that that is a good structure. Okay. Tell me more. I... First of all, people do it in different ways and yeah. everybody has different structures that work for them. 
But I do think like, I, I don't think you want to create an illusion for yourself. Like, I mean, it's all an yeah. illusion, but like, like I you don't, don't want to be wondering. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that like, well, this is also me kind of putting on my, like what I like, which is like, I, I don't want to know all the details, but like, I want to feel like there is no hiding. Like, you know, yeah. I don't, you know, if I ask a question, I'd like an answer yeah. to it. Um, Are there rules though? Like, okay, you have to come home. Like we need to sleep together so, every night. Like you can't just not come home. We have like certain, okay, every relationship you have boundaries yeah. and you have rules and some are explicit and some are implicit. So, you know, I think that exists everywhere. And I do think that poly relationships are often stronger because you get a little bit clearer about your boundaries. Um, but I also think like, or is this, there's still just like a fluidness. Yeah. Like I think we both have this understanding that like, even though we hadn't talked about it tonight, if like the towel fucking sweeps him off his feet and like something happens, like I don't want to be the reason he didn't enjoy his his life and, yeah. you know, experience whatever, whatever the universe has in store. Um, and I, so like, you know, I know, I do think like probably what would happen is he would call me and like check yeah. in and be like, hey, like this crazy thing happened. I was invited to this party and there's like, you know, there's a girl or there's a sex party or whatever. And I want to experience it. Like, is that cool? But he's also generally more interested too in like doing things collaboratively, doing things together. Actually, mm -hmm. no, I guess that's not his last experience was just him yeah. and somebody else. So... But he'll, you'll kind of notify preemptively. You usually like talk about it. Yeah. And like, it's always like, you can bring it up whenever. And just sometimes like we might have, we could write a very exhaustive contract between the <laughs> two of us. And there's still going to be moments where you're like, hey, wait, that bothered me. Even yeah. though we said it was okay, that bothered me. Or, oh, hey, that bothered me. And we actually didn't talk about it. Because no matter what you think about, there's other, there's going to be something. So I think yeah. the most important thing is like, it's good to have boundaries and be clear and to start creating like rules and throwing things out. Like, hey, what if I did this? Or what if we did that? How would you feel? So you can kind of understand what their reactions might be. But I do think that what's most important is just being able to constantly communicate. Because I think a lot of it too is like, it's it's not... It's not a box you can't kind of close back up. Yeah. I think for some people, it, it can be that. Um, but, you know, it's like, all right, we're going to try this thing out. We're going to try it out for this weekend because that's yeah. definitely what we'll do. Like a lot of our, our system is like, okay, if we're not in the same city or if we're not out together, like, do you, you do you. Yeah. Um, usually that's not, I mean, like usually we're coming home. Like we live in the same apartment. Yeah. Like you every, have a one-year-old. Right. I think if we were at, like vacationing or really like sleeping somewhere else, I think there'd be like this. Yeah. We'd probably still just naturally check in. We just talk. And I would definitely let him know if that was something I was excited about doing. Which yeah. Is, like definitely where I'm at now. Like how after. does, how does romance play into this? Like prolonged relationships with other people, so romance with other people. Yeah. We have not, explored that okay. so much. So I will say my husband, re like we, we went to like a poly party, which is mm -hmm. something new for us too, or just like meeting other people who, which was so nice, like to be able yeah. to go to a bar and like wear my wedding band and also like still flirt with people and like just be like, that's so nice. Like in that in and of itself is so freeing. Cause like, I think being flirtatious is so much of who I am. And I think it's so much of who a lot of people are when 
you're growing up and to all of a sudden like not be able to access that part of yourself yeah. or for that to like not be okay uh, is hard. Uh, anyway, so, and he met actually like a friend of mine's partner. He met her partner and they got connected and they're like, are, they're friendly. So there's, yeah. I've been, I don't think that there's necessarily romance, but there's a friendship yeah. and like a continued conversation. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save money on your insurance? Of course you would. After all, who wouldn't love a great deal, right? And when it comes to great rates on insurance for all of the things in your life, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners, condo, or renters coverage. You could save even more with a special discount when you bundle your coverages. Plus, add the easy-to-use Geico mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And choosing to switch to Geico becomes an easy choice. Switch to and see all the ways you could save with great rates and discounts. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com to get a rate quote or contact your local agent and get started seeing how much you could save. This show is part of the pro-democracy podcast coalition. I think most of us agree that in a functioning democracy, the winner should be determined by the voters. Well, that almost didn't happen in 2020. Now extremists are working to intimidate and replace nonpartisan election workers with quote unquote, yes men who might reject election results. The only thing that will stop them is us. We partnered with the grassroots pro-democracy organization, Represent Us, to give you the tools you need to protect free and fair elections. Learn more and get involved. Visit represent.us slash pod to learn more. And it's an open conversation of, like, would you be open if that were to go somewhere, if there were emotional feelings there? But you remained primary. Uh, yeah, I think that would definitely be okay with me. I'd be yeah. excited about that. I think really for my husband, we're, we have a young child. Yeah. And relationships are time. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I think that that is a really big challenge. Yeah. Especially, too, if it's like, hey… I know it's Sunday. Do you mind watching our daughter while I go out on a date with somebody else? Yeah. You know, so it's that. But like sometimes it's like, yeah, I'm totally fine with that. Depends on what's going on. Um, And it's just like a constant negotiation. And yeah, I definitely for me, like I know I've learned that a lot of what I'm looking for too is to have my own experiences outside of the relationship. Yeah. And I think, like, for example, some of my other friends, like, are couples that date other couples. Yeah. Which I would be super interested in exploring. Like, I think that could be really fun to have that kind of relationship. Um, which I would say, actually, with a lot of my friends, we sort of have that in that, like, we're friends. And sometimes people will go out and we'll all go out and definitely make out with each other <laughs> or whatever. Um, so there's probably some of that there. And yeah. I don't know, but there's, there's different ways of doing it. I just, to me, what's been interesting is really kind of coming to and realizing like one of the things I want out of it is to get to like have my own kind of one-on-one connection with a new person. Yeah. But when you have that one-on-one connection, um, it doesn't sound like it's, you want to fall in love with someone else. Like there's not a eagerness for romance there. I do want to fall in love with somebody else. Okay. I would love to fall in love with somebody else. I think that would be really, really nice, but I don't want to like, like my primary is my primary and yeah. I don't want, I'm not like interested in shaking that. And I do think, you know, like that is a level that we haven't like 
Yeah. We have not achieved that level yet of um, creating hierarchy in yeah. polyamory, which is, you know, probably not what you're supposed to. No, I mean, I think it's, I think that from like the conversations I've had, but also even in my own experiences, like I do think that there's like an emotional, when you have a deep connection with someone, it's irreplaceable. Yeah. And so to me, it makes absolute sense. Plus falling in love is so much fun. I just think like, oh, yes, it's so much fun. Yeah. And I think like understanding NRE, like new relationship energy or yeah. limerence is really interesting. And it's something that you can't, con like you can kind of have in and out flows with your own partner, like a long-term partner. Yeah of it but there's really just some, there's really nothing like yeah. a brand new person well and I one of the things that I honestly just admire so much about people who are in open marriages is that I think that it says a lot about the strength of the love and this is something that I get into a lot of debates with my partner because he comes from a much more traditional society yeah. of growing up and so him he's for him he's like if an open marriage exists that might mean there's something missing in that relationship and for me I'm like but also, I think it says so much about the love you have with your husband that you can go fall in love with other people knowing that at the end of the day, it's not going to affect the love that you have and the commitment you have to your partner at the same time. Yeah. Which I, I think is so beautiful. I think it's really beautiful. Can I ask how actively dating you are? Like, are you on dating apps? I am currently, yes. But this is actually, it's honestly, it's really funny that you reached out to me to talk about this because I would say in the past week, yeah. literally, like I got back, like I've, Got back up. Actually, no, I got so I'm a new mom. Yeah. I you also are a startup founder. I'm also a founder, so I'm very busy. <laughs> like, how do you have time I, to do that? And I will say, like, you know, I remember starting the company and I was talking to my guy friend who also had just started a company, and he was like, Yeah, like I can't, I definitely don't have time for a girlfriend right now. Like, so he's just kind of forever saying, I always thought being single is so much more effort than being in a relationship. So much more effort. So much more effort. Like, so, and I will, I, even being on the dating apps, I'm like, oh, this is a lot of time. But sometimes, like, literally just flirting on a dating app feels so nice. Yeah. And like, can, you know, like, oh, I, I, like, I still got it. Like, you know? So, so that's really nice. And even, like, I was telling my husband, I was like, hey, by the way, I like, got back on field and, like, you know, like, I, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, like, I want to maybe make some space for that. And he was definitely like, I think he like, I could tell that like he was remembering that later that night. You yeah. Know? Well, Is he also on field? No, but we were taught, I would like him to be on field. Okay. I think like he, like what he really likes too, and what's so cool that this is like available now is also like going out on a date with somebody who already knows on date one that you're married or that you are in a primary relationship yeah. and like is open to like that understands that. Is that something that, yeah, I'm curious about like if you go to a party and you make out with someone, is it when to in it in the conversation, is it I'm married and I'm in an open relationship? I think that's a really great question um, that lots of people have lots of different yeah. opinions on and is a fun thing to discuss. But like, I don't necessarily think you owe everybody every element of you on no. that's in that second. You know, they're not doing anything wrong if it's not wrong within your relationship. But I will say my husband has had the experience of people being really kind of like hurt. Mm. Thinking like, I think he's had the, and I, I imagine that I might have had that impact on maybe somebody, but they didn't express it. But he could tell like, oh, that girl was like, was really excited to be making this connection and to find out that like 
there's no chance of it going on beyond the night or that he's not at emotionally available in the way that yeah. this person might want him to be. But so like that sucks because I don't think the intention is to ever hurt anybody else. But I think that's a little bit more. But like, I don't think it's. Um, I don't think it's his responsibility to tell somebody on day one. Yeah. Or in that moment. I think though, like generally, especially like for dance for makeout, for me, I feel like I would probably let somebody know if we were like going to leave together, if we were, yeah. if we were going to go. Have you more. ever had like a judgmental reaction, like a bad reaction? Um, I, I mean, I guess, yeah, from, but like not from, not in that way. Like, yeah. um, I know my mom thinks it's wild. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, your mom's about to be single. My mom is single. Is single. Yeah. Uh, good for her. And yeah, but that was definitely, it was cool to kind of see her reconsider what marriage is once all of a sudden she realized that like, you know, hers wasn't what she thought it was. Yeah. Well, and I, I mean, we were kind of talking also about like the misconceptions around Polly, yeah. around people assuming that it must be you having sex with different people every night or that you um are really kinky mm-hmm. like there can be so, so many, many things yeah and there's right there's just like so many ways to do it and so many things that you can be exploring and uh which can be really overwhelming but it, it's such a fun like self-exploration and discovering what you want and what you need and what you're looking for and I think that like there are just certain experiences that you can't have with your primary partner maybe yeah and that's okay like because you have a certain relationship. You are raising kids together. You're whatever it is. Like there's just so much more that you're bringing to the bedroom all the time. So it can also be really nice to have something that's a little bit more casual. Some place yeah. where I, I don't know. You can, I, I don't know, get to be a slightly different version of yourself. Yeah. I mean, it honestly just sounds really fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I want to be like, I'm trying, I don't, I've like made out with so many people, I feel like this year, but they're all my friends. Like I'm yeah. not still really making the time, like, you know. Yeah. I think in like the past year since having my daughter, my husband slept with one person. Like that's all. Yeah. So it's like not that, it's not that much. Yeah. It's it's kind of what you said. It's like the joy of having the option if you wanted to. I like really feel that is so that's it. Like that's yeah. like the main, that's such a strong benefit for, for me. It's just like not feeling like I'm in a cage. Yeah. Not, you know, like, you know, like caged animals don't mate. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. to me, like the competition of the world or like even just like, I, I definitely felt like it was so nice just to go outside and like be in community and like have those like subtle moments on the subway or we're like, you know, somebody like you just make eye contact yep. and it might be because there's something in your teeth, but in your head, it's because you're fucking hot. <laughs> you know, like I wonder how often in my head I'm like, yeah, that person is checking me out. But really like, like there's toilet paper like on my shoe. On your shoe. I don't know. Um, I feel like that's my life. But those moments really fill me up and give me yeah. a lot of like energy that I can bring back to my partner. Because when I feel like I think when I think I'm sexy, 
so much more easy for for me to feel sexy with him. So, yeah. How do you, I mean, obviously you run Dame, which is an incredible like pleasure inspirer and provider and creation, you know, incredible thing. And I'm curious how like your relationship with pleasure Mm. inspires your work. Mm. I want to be a pleasure to work with. Mm-hmm. And I want it to be a pleasure to work at Dame. So we talk a lot about that. And it's hard because capitalism can really get you sometimes, right? Yeah. Can really, you know, end up working too much. And sometimes the work feels really good. Mm-hmm. And when the work feels good, great. Like if you want to keep working, working. But then, you know, I definitely, um, I'm the kind of person that I like to retouch my boundaries. Or I think it's, you know, every now and then I'm like, oh, whoa. I've been working too much or like this has gotten, this doesn't feel good. Yeah. And like when that happens, like it's important for me to recalibrate and remind myself what does feel good. And that isn't always working crazy hours and stressing about it and caring so much about just the dollars and cents of it, which is what can be really intense because you want to make sure you're a sustainable business and that- that you're growing and that you're continuing to create the the community and the world that you're trying to create through your, through your business. Um, but yeah, but when I think about that part of it, it's like what we're trying to create is like a better work-life balance and a better understanding of work and how to bring pleasure to work. Yeah. I, I have talked about this on the podcast before, but like a game-changing book for me was Pleasure Activism. And a lot of it was because I think that I just grew up always thinking of pleasure as like only erotic pleasure, like Mm. only ever sex. Right. Which was always complicated for me because I also still have an issue. I like never masturbate and it's kind of like an energy thing. Yeah. Slash like I have such a busy mind. I can't ever make myself orgasm. I'm thinking about honestly like my calendar. Well, I feel like that is part of what it's such a good practice about it. Yeah. I like to tell people I think like masturbation is the original meditation yeah no absolutely and it's like an ultimate mind body connection totally but honestly like I have a really hard time with it like I just I can't which is why I like honestly love following and you know engaging with different pleasure brands yeah but yeah the book pleasure activism to me I think was such a eye-opener of like wow pleasure is so many different things it's how you spend your time it's joy it's like the excitement you get from like after a great workout like that honestly yeah. is such a form of pleasure for me I yeah so I think what I love about that book too, or what I think it's not just about erotic pleasure in the bedroom in those moments too. It's like, how do you, like I think people think of pleasure activism and really what she's talking about is actually making the work mm-hmm. like activist work or just whatever the work is enjoyable to do. Like if we can also in, in like create things and make every day more pleasurable, like yeah. that is such powerful work. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's been like such a good learning for me, like learning about what feels good in my body, bringing the somatic experience and understanding that I can get from like those sex, that sexual energy yeah, and bringing it outside of that space. It's been a really powerful learning, like even just like trying to make work a pleasurable place. Like yeah. that's us trying to be like, okay, well, we're champions of pleasure as a brand. Like, what does that mean externally? It means like, we're going to fight for subway ads, you know, and we are going to make quality, safe products that 
are tested with real vulvas, you know? So, and then also what it means internally is that we want to create a space that feels good for people Mm -hmm. and that we, that we care about that. And we're going to try and make our processes enjoyable and like meetings, like have a little bit of fun too. Like, let's get silly. Let's be playful. Let's, you know, like, I also think, you know, pleasure and curiosity go hand in hand. Yeah. I keep telling you this, but I just think you have so much knowledge and wisdom to share. And so I'm so hyped for you to have a podcast, but also I'm so hyped for you to be like a TikTok mama star. You, you've been teaching me. So it's been really helpful, but I do feel like, you know what I think would be a good TikTok is a TikTok of me making a TikTok <laughs> is just like, cause I'm so we'll like make millennials one. making TikToks. Um, yeah. I, I just think like everything that you talk about is what, young women especially need to hear is just around this, like having this abundance of like, I think self-confidence, excitement, curiosity, pleasure, also like communication. Yeah. Like I definitely, I feel like I'm in my own relationship. I'm always working on communication and like in my own pleasure journey of like not feeling trapped or not feeling like expectations. So yeah. Thank you so much for joining me. No problem. Thanks for having me. There's so much more to unpack here. So much more to unpack. I was like, well, looking at like, like, do it. So, oh, wow. Yeah. You'll have so to come good. back. So good. Thank you so much, y'all. Check out Alex. Check out Dane. We'll link everything in the description. And we'll be back soon because Alex is definitely coming back to Tigris. Bye, y'all. See you next Wednesday. Bye. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.